Welcome to my show, Secrets of a Personal Trainer, Unfiltered. My name is Cornelia Dura. I'm your show host. I'm also a former IFBB World Champion, a personal trainer in my gym Fit and Fight in Pampano Beach, Florida, and I'm also an economist. Let's get started with your transformation right now. Episode 33, 600 pounds and hospitalized. So last week I was uh, personal training Lisa, who is a client of mine now for one and a half year or something like that. She want to really lose some weight. And we are Nordic walking together. She works out. And she's not a person where like she loves to work out and is like counting the hours while she's allowed to enter the gym. No, she's not. She's booking personal training because she knows it's good for her and it's healthy. So the passion is not really there. That's why she books personal training. That's why I'm on her side. So we are talking in between the workouts when we are resting for the 30, 40 seconds in between. And somehow we got to that topic of obesity and obese people. One of my previous clients had a, a surgery done for the stomach. And he asked after two years if he's allowed to come back because I just gave, I have to tell you, I just gave up on him. I just, we tried three times. He lost 50 pounds with me and he always went back uh, to the old habits. And I said, you know what, till you are not really ready, don't spend the money at Fit and Fight. Just, you have to find a way on your own. Whenever you are really ready, you come back to fit and fight and we will work through it. But I need your mindset to be ready. And now he went through his surgery. He lost now 50 pounds and now he's ready. And he asked me, he called me if he can come back. He was uh, 410 pounds and we are starting now with 360 pounds. By the way, he was already down to 320 pounds with me. But whatever, it doesn't matter. He is now, I think, ready. So, and then we talk about that. I share that with Lisa, that I'm happy that he's coming back and he will start the next week to work out. And Lisa was a nurse here in South Florida. And she had an experience, what she shared then with me, what I thought it's worth to make a podcast from it. So she, when she was working in the hospital, she, she saw things what normally you don't see or you don't hear when you are from outside when a patient is 600 pounds. So normally I always talk on my own the whole time while we do a podcast, but I was bugging Lisa very hard <laughs> to share the story on her own because it's different when somebody was there and somebody experienced it than when I just talk about the case. So today I had to push her to the microphone because she does not like to talk that much officially. And I said, wait a moment, it's just a podcast. There is no problem. And she's here. So Lisa, welcome to my podcast, Secrets of a Personal Trainer. And I hope you will share one secret, what you saw, what you heard when this 600-pound woman was hospitalized here in South Florida. Welcome first to my show, Lisa. Thank you. So, what happened there? What, uh, you, are, you were a nurse. What exactly, what did you do in that hospital? I was a registered nurse case manager. Uh -huh, so, what is that? Planning and 
Making sure they had their uh, needs met when they went home. Oh, okay. And then you were consulted when this uh, 600 pound person should go home or how did, how did that work? Yes, along with social workers. We were, uh, we were called yep. into the case right away when uh -huh. uh, the patient was admitted uh -huh. so we could get background and uh, found out you know, where the patient lived before right. and what was going on now with their, their uh, home life. Yes. And why they were brought to the hospital. Right. So why did she have to go to the hospital? Basically, she got multiple skin infections and, um, you know, from overlapping skin on skin and, it, you know, fevers and things like that brought her to the hospital. But in reality, they had lost their apartment, the husband and wife, and were, um, had no place to go. And you're, so they were brought in You're kidding ambulance. me. They had to go to the hospital because they lost their place? Mm -hmm. Happens a lot. I never heard that. Yes. Oh my God. So she went to the hospital and then she had 600 pounds. Mm -hmm. Now, you have to just imagine 600 pounds is like, this is like, I don't think you can really imagine uh, how that looks like. This person could not walk, could not eat herself, could not move arms, could not poop and pee on her own. You need to, it, you cannot imagine. These are things, normal things, what everybody is doing. Let's say you have 50 or 80 pounds too much. You still go to the restroom. You can still go whenever you want to. You can get up, you prepare your food. You can do everything what you want to do. When you have 600 pounds, nothing, nothing of this is available to you. So this person is just in bed, is that correct? Yes, with her husband taking care of her, who is very frail and thin. And now, how can that be that a husband is skinny, in good shape, and then is married and allows that the wife looks like that? I don't, I don't get that. He brings her all the food and, and he, he's very devoted. He was very devoted to her. Devoted to what? To kill her? Or what? What? What was he devoted to? I don't. I don't get that. Just what did you see there? And caring for her and, and loving her. Just With the six hundred, but he loves her to death. Yes. He loves her to Basically. death because feeding her, like what? How was that with the food, lunch, and dinner in the hospital with her? In the hospital, uh, of course, she was on a controlled calorie diet, uh -huh. and and um, the husband would sneak in chips and no salt you know snack foods you'd see it all over in the drawers no yes it had to keep removing it and um, all the time he was an enabler exactly mm -hmm. you know you have to imagine for people who have 600 pounds food is a drug it's heroin it's pure heroin or fentanyl or whatever you can imagine that's how dependent they are on that so uh, this is just this is just horrible. How long was she in the hospital altogether? Do you remember that? Not exactly, but it was at least two months. I think a little longer. So now comes the American question: Did she have health insurance? No, did not have health insurance, and um, that's why it was the county hospital. They have to be admitted there, and. Um, it's, you know, some of the funds come from the federal government. So. so now we put one and one together. 
It's a county hospital who should be ready for seriously ill people who have cancer, who tried everything in their lives and they got sick anyway. And maybe you have financial problems and then the county or the, the government is helping you to get over this. Now, this person is in for two months without health insurance. Now, make a guess as a listener, make a guess who is paying for her bill. Who is paying for her bill? So, you are and I am and Lisa, you are and everybody else around, we are all paying the two-month hospital bill. So, if that's okay with you, good, good for you. It's not with me, I can tell you. This is so unfair. This is just so unfair. And why did they lose their apartment? He can't work. He has to take care of her full time. Oh, my God. Of course, she can't work. And, <laughs> and they ran out of funds. This is, this is crazy. This is just crazy, crazy. Makes me so upset because I work my butt off to be able to pay for my health insurance, which is not cheap, I can tell you. And if you are here, you know that health insurance in the United States is never cheap. By the way, in Germany, it's not cheap either. So uh, it, wherever you go, health insurance is a lot of money. You have, to, you have to work to be able to support yourself in healthcare and all that. So that somebody goes kind of bankrupt, loses everything, and then you are ending up in a hospital and then we all, taxpayers, we have to pay for that. This is just, it's just so unfair. It's just so, so unfair. Now, after two months, do you remember how many pounds she lost just around? She got close to 300, a little over 300 pounds. Okay, so half the body size. So she could be starting a discharge process. Okay, how did that look like? We try to find a place for them to go that's very low rent. We finally found a place that would take her, and they had to make accommodations in the house. The doorways had to be changed, the widened. The uh, furniture had to be specially built. So Who paid that? The hospital had to pay all that to ensure a safe discharge. And that was before they had to be done before the um, person renting the apartment would accept her. You know, you need, again, here is something you need to think about that. Now they are moving into a place with the low rent. Everything has to be redone. And we taxpayers have to pay for that. You know, I'm a capitalist. Otherwise, I would not have immigrated to the United States. And I'm also, I uh, really like to help people who cannot afford something. I really do. I help a lot of people also financially. But this is when my purse would, would close so fast. You have no idea. I, I could never. This is just so unfair to others who are working hard and doing everything they can so they can save up money. And then we have to pay for something like that. This is just for me very, very upsetting. I, by the way, where I live here in Margate, there's also a neighbor. Uh, he lost now 250 pounds. He had also a surgery done. He is not working now for three years. And um, he looks much better. He is very happy. And I said, so what is your um, occupation? And he said, he is a cook. I'm like, you are a cook, so you know what to cook and what to eat. Yes, I do. And I feel now great. 
but I'm still not able to work. I'm like, you are now two years home and I see you fishing every morning when I leave to work. You're already out on the dock fishing. And I have to tell you, I'm a little bit upset because I have to work six days a week and um, I have to save up money for, to buy, to be able to pay, to pay my rent and to pay into my retirement account. And you are just hanging out there. Now you lost the weight and you are fishing every day. And then I even heard that you were on vacation for 10 days. What really closed me down inside. Because I can just go on vacation for five days in a year. Because I have to work so much. And you are hanging out here. And especially this should not make a big thing. But on your car, there is this Trump sign. What's really even upsetting me more? Because that does not fit to what you are talking about. So what are you voting for when I support your vacation with my taxpayer money? What is wrong with you? What is just wrong with you? And uh, after since then, we are not talking to each other. <laughs> so as you can imagine, uh, I'm just, I'm just... You know what? Here I'm a capitalist. This is not how it works. It cannot be that somebody, I can see that you take the surgery, you are off for a couple of months while you are losing the weight and you try hard. Perfect. I completely stand behind you. But the time is coming. You put your shit together and you start working. You just start working. They are working. You don't have to stand for uh, 12 hours. There are other places where you can work. You can start making money. This is just so unfair to people. So uh, this is how the podcast works. Here's the client of mine. Cannot say a word anymore because I got so upset about all that. So Lisa is just smiling here. She knows me. And there is one more topic what I want to touch because I don't know why, but um, there was a share how these people have sex. And I thought this needs to be, this needs to be said. How do you, does these people, obese people have sex you need to share that because this is somebody cannot imagine how did they have sex well the social worker was able to it's one of the questions they have to ask in their um, questionnaire and, and uh, they did find out that they do have sex routinely and it's within multiple skin folds and could have caused some of the infections that uh, she was brought in with. Can you imagine that? Can you just imagine that? It's, it's just that you don't know what to say. And then how are they peeing and pooping when they have 600 pounds? How does that work? Bad pants, yeah. Both of them? Oh, Number yeah. one and number two? Oh, yes, yeah. And who's cleaning that up? Who's, who is able to clean that up? I think the husband was unable to do it anymore. So... Uh-huh. At the hospital, there was a maintenance men we had to call in to turn her every two hours. And, and sometimes, and then as we went along, it was every four hours because it's just impossible. They so cannot even turn themselves. No, they'd be turning with a sheet. Oh my God. And yeah, just you know. Raised a little bit and put right. the under. So this is what we need to think about in this country because there's a lot of these very, very obese people. It's not just like two or three in the whole United States. We have a lot of these people. Where do we start 
We need to think about healthcare system. We need to think about how to deal with that because it's completely unfair to normal Americans who pay their health insurances, completely unfair that they pay for this. It's we need to get started thinking what we are doing. Otherwise, the food industry with all that shit food, and you get, you get really uh, addicted to shit food like this heavy fried, processed, highly processed food, you get completely addicted to that. I tell you, I'm a sugar addict. I know what I'm talking about. I fight also every day, even it doesn't look like that. I have the fight every day. Sometimes I win. Most of the times I win, otherwise I would not be in shape. But sometimes there is like 70% winning and 30% losing. The 30% is when I cannot withstand the sugar and I need to have uh, chocolate. So this is with food exactly the same. So we need to think about what we are putting into our mouths, what we are eating. This is very, very important. Lisa, thank you for sharing this. I know you are not a person who likes to really talk here on podcasts and on TV or on radio and live shows, but thank God this is not live. This is a podcast, so I can still cut and adjust, but I will not do anything because this was perfect. Reboot your health today. Today is the day to get started thinking about obesity and what we can do, or if somebody is in your family obese, where we can get started with something healthy.